today's video is how to choose a job or career and or a vocation. I'm Mike Stokes and this is Wild Alive Coaching. In my last video I started with the idea that when I was 12 years old I started arguing with Ronald Reagan on the television because I had been in a, in a very political family that was very opinionated about politics and policy. And so that began the idea that I had that I would try to reach the highest heights of government and be a government servant and change the world through my power in politics. So I've since let that go. Um, I may come back to it later, uh, but in the era of social media, so many people are going to hate what I have to say on these videos. It's probably not possible anymore. I might be able to achieve a low-level <laughs> office somewhere because my ideas are too... Uh, the majority of people aren't going to like my ideas. So uh, being a political servant isn't really going to work because one of my joys in life is to be unfiltered in my ideas and to try to teach them to people who are interested in them and that actually help them in their lives. So, you know, for example, one of the reasons that I make these videos in the sauna is because, and I've said this many times, I apologize if you listen much, I, I just assume most people are first-time watchers, um, because I get my best thinking in the sauna. That's an example of something that um, is uniquely me. Uh, and unique, and, and it enables me to express my vocation in a way that works for me. So there's three things I said I was going to talk about. A job, a career, and a vocation. So I just started with the vocation. So this work right here that I'm doing where I'm for free, taking time out of my day, and my family, and my work. Not my work, I usually do it on the weekends. But I'm taking time out of projects I could otherwise be doing. And making videos that hopefully someone, so hopefully you, are getting, con uh, <laughs> hopefully you are getting value out of. That's my vocation. So when you're choosing a vocation, I would say uh, one of the number one things to think about is to forget the money. Vocations forget money. No money involved at all. Just you think it's important, you love doing it, and you've figured out a way to add value to other people's lives. Period. That's it. That's all you got to do. And the money, forget the money. Now, this old adage that do what you love and the money will come, total horseshit. Sometimes the money will come. Sometimes the work that you're doing will be far ahead of its time. There's countless, author, countless authors and artists whose work was incredible, and in their time, they died penniless and broke. So forget that. It's new age horseshit. You're not necessarily going to get the money, but you can get the internal satisfaction and you can get other people experiencing tremendous value from what you do or the internal experience of you knowing that you've created something amazing. That's vocation. So let's switch to the other side of the equation, job. So job is I'm getting up in the morning and I'm going there today or Monday through Friday, or Saturday and Sunday, depending on what type of profession you're in, or what type of job you're in. Um, 
there's two things that come to mind immediately about jobs. One is, it should be doing something that you naturally enjoy. Um, so let's start with that. So something that you naturally enjoy. So let's say you're a real people person and you love coffee. Go be a barista. Just and and try it out. You know, do it for a week. Go get a job as a barista for a week. Don't tell the employer. I mean, you can tell the employer, but they're probably not going to hire you. Just go somewhere. Go to big some big nameless corporation. Get the job. Try it for a week. And they don't really care about you. Most all of them, most of them. A couple of them do. Um, and then if if you don't like it, quit. Don't feel obligated to their agenda. They're not going to be obligated to you when quarterly profits drop. They're just going to drop you like uh, a bad habit. Although bad habits are kind of hard to drop. Uh, so they'll drop you like a um, piece of lint in their laundry bin. <laughs> um, so uh, the other thing about daily jobs... This takes a little bit more work. Um, but you want it to somehow connect to an ideal vision of your life. So let's say your ideal vision of your life is fishing off of the Galapagos. I don't know if you're allowed to fish off the Galapagos, so maybe that's a bad. Surfing off of the Galapagos. Um, uh, or doing underwater video photography um, in the tropics of coral reefs. Somehow, your daily job should encompass two things. It should be giving you a day-to-day -day experience of what you enjoy. Let's say you enjoy crunching numbers. You should be crunching numbers for a nonprofit that sends people to do uh, research videography of coral reefs that are dying. Or let's say you like people. Let's say you, you, you get a job as the PR person for uh, a similar outfit that, you, you know, this was sticking with the example of you want to be doing videography and in the water in amazing, beautiful places. Um, so you get a job that gives you the daily experience of what you like, and it's going to also be kind of something that you're somewhat good at. So... I find so often that people will take a, you know, a crap-paying job because it's going to further their career. Don't do that. Take a crap-paying job because you like the work you're doing on a daily basis and it's going to further your career and you're somewhat good at it and you're, getting, you're developing skills that are making you better at it. So if you're awful with math... Don't become an accountant because someone told you that you would be able to do underwater photography because they need accountants in that business. You will spend your life developing a career that you hate in order to get somewhere, which most likely you'll never get to. So that's the job. The three things are, do something you like doing on a daily basis. I can't tell you how important, I can't tell you how many people don't do that. It's, it boggles my mind. I, I did it. I did it for years, so I understand it. It's it's a survival mentality. I've got to get something. I've got to get something. Anytime you're coming from that place of like, i got to get something, you are going to get something that sucks. So even if you're destitute and living in your car, 
practice being in your head of places is getting better. I'm going to get a job that I love so that the best part of my day is getting out of my car and going and going to that job because I love what I do during the day. And you know what? It's actually in a field that I would love to continue going and I can see myself out in the future in that field. And I'm actually pretty good at talking with people, or I'm actually pretty good at crunching numbers, or I'm actually pretty good at taking pictures, or whatever you're thinking, or I'm actually pretty good at doing six things at once, and this requires me to do a lot of different tasks. So that's job. I like doing the activities every day. Two, I'm kind of good at it, and I'm getting better at it. Three, it actually has a future vision that I can see or at least have a vague inkling of, because some people are better at seeing their future than others, a vague inkling of this might be something I'd like to do in the future. So the next thing is a career. There's not much more to be said about the career part other than to try out jobs. So let's say you're, uh, you've tried out the barista thing. It's, you don't really like coffee that much, your digestive tract's kind of wonky, and the people you find that being the client interface doesn't work for you. Well, then maybe uh, you switch gears to uh, research, and then you find, you, you find that you really like being in front of the test tube and seeing the things that happen. I don't know if they use test tubes anymore, but uh, you know, I have the image of the, the scientist with the test tubes bubbling, you know, so that probably doesn't exist too much, but... But whatever, the point is, is that you try different jobs. Don't just settle for one that's supposedly going to get there. Try ones until you land on one where you're finding that your daily actions are enjoyable to you. And you start to get that sense of timelessness. You start to go like, whoa, where did the time go? I really enjoyed that day. And it's nine hours later. I've got nine hours of pay under my belt and... I'm gone, and, and you know, and I'm gonna go start. I'm gonna be stoked to start it again tomorrow. So that's that's really it. Just keep again feedback loops. Keep checking the feedback loop. What do I like? What do I don't like? What do I like? What do I don't like? And write things down. Again, I'm gonna repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. People who write things down are 90% more likely or more to achieve it. Again, that doesn't mean you will, but that means that you're way more likely than those people who don't. Just write it down. I like this. I don't like this. I'd like to do more of this. I'd like to do more cooking. I'd like to do more customer service. I'd like to do more research. I'd like to work with numbers more. I'd like to work with numbers less. Whatever your thing is, write it down. And then build an experience portfolio for yourself that tells you what kind of jobs you like. Now, there's the 0.01% of people that just know. You know, we read stories about them, and there's these fantasies in the media that, oh, I just, I knew when I was two years old that I was going to be an astrophysicist. Well, the rest of us aren't like that. We have to do the work to find, figure out how we fit in the modern society. So do that work. And know that it's getting you somewhere. While you're working these jobs and you're like, ah, this one sucks, this one's good, this one sucks, this one's good, then you'll get somewhere. So in my case, I realized that the political thing wasn't working for me. So I moved on to yoga teaching. And then I became, and I, and I did it hard because I knew that I had the type of personality who would just kind of flirt around the edges of something. And then I wouldn't really know whether I liked it or not. So I studied hard. And I taught full-time. I made it my income so that I couldn't just rely on another job. I had to make it. And I made it. And I didn't like it. You know, I thought, oh, I'm choosing this enlightened career where I'm going to help people transcend their, their, their limitations and their weaknesses. And I found that I was doing a daily exercise class for people that had nothing better to do in the middle of the day for the most part. 
and that didn't work for me. It wasn't fulfilling, and I didn't want to teach an exercise class. I wanted to work with the mind, and that wasn't happening as the yoga teacher in the career that I envisioned, and I missed. So here's the thing. The feedback I got was I missed working with my hands. I was adjusting people and doing all that kind of stuff, and I didn't like that. That didn't feel right to me. What I needed to do was do something with my hands. Now, I don't know if it's genetic or, or familial or whatever, but I come from a family of musicians and carpenters. And so I went back to uh, building and designing. And so that's what I do now. I teach and I design and I build. And I try to do it in an ecological way that makes the planet a better place because that's my core value. The point is is that I tried lots of things, and it took me a long time to figure out that what I was doing was narrowing the field. So once I narrowed the field, then I was able to actually invent a life that honored what I truly like to do on a daily basis. So on a daily basis, I work with my hands. In my spare time, I try to teach, and I'm trying to build a little bit more teaching into it because I know I would enjoy more teaching. Not a full-time teaching gig. I always want to work some with my hands, but I want to work some with my hands and some teaching and developing content and developing ideas. A caveat to watch out for as you're jumping from job to job or if you jump from vocation to vocation, I created a powerful website in the early... I think it was 1998 or 99, maybe it was 2000, might have been a little after 2000. Uh, It was one of the first yoga sites of its kind, and then I quit teaching yoga, and I let the site go. And the site was an incredibly powerful search engine presence, and I didn't know that. So I let it go, and I lost whatever potential financial benefit I would have gained from that. So now what I do in my life is I know that there's a part of me that wants to teach And there's a part of me that wants to build. So now instead of letting things go, I just try to turn them into what I'm doing. So I'm getting tired of the construction work I'm doing. So I'm trying to turn it into something more meaningful, like providing affordable tiny homes for people and doing more instructional content. But I'm not letting go of the momentum of all the stuff that I created. Uh, That was, you know, other people won't make that mistake. That was a mistake I made, which hopefully you can learn from that mistake and not make it yourself. So don't jettison things. Turn them into other things that really work for you. Unless you have a ton of money. If you've got a ton of money, then it doesn't really matter. You can reinvent yourself and start from scratch no matter what age you are. Uh, But the older you get, you don't have quite as much energy. Um, You know, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, I'm going to do all the longevity and the energetic things to keep myself very vital and active well beyond my 50s, which are coming in less than a year. Um, but you don't want to count on that. You, you, if you're going to have material success, this is a big thing I find. If you're in the, in the New Age spiritual community, one of the biggest things I find is that people think that you can disassociate material success from spirituality. You can't. Material success and spirituality are bound together. So you can't have these very, very far-off beliefs that pull you out of the material world and expect that to create material success in the world. You have to link them. You've got to make them connect. So pick a job that you like doing what you're doing all those hours of the day. You're going to spend most of your life in this society and in most societies working. So keep bouncing until you get to something that you really like. 
and then keep evolving your portfolio of experience so you know what you really like to do on a day-to-day basis and develop that experience that you can then show to others. And then in your vocation, keep adding those things up, choose a vocation. If you decide it's time to change change your vocation, then curve into that new vocation. Don't jettison and start again, again, unless you're super wealthy. And, not vocation, I'm sorry, career. Curve into the new career if you're going to choose a new career. Um, And vocation, well, they can be the same thing. The vocation, again, I would say, disassociate from money. Just do what's the most meaningful, value-driven thing for you. um, And then try to thread it back to what you're already doing. Don't try to make what you're already doing that vocation if you want to make money at it. If you're independently wealthy, none of this applies. Just do your vocation. Make the world a better place. But if you're trying to build income and do something that's incredibly powerful, important to you, you have to connect the two. You want to start with your vocation here and keep pulling it. Like I said in the last video, keep pulling those threads together. Pull the long-term vision of your life towards your daily actions. Pull that joy that you envision for yourself in the future into what you're doing on a daily life. And then you'll find that you'll get closer than most people. The majority, vast majority of the population are not going to do this. A couple are going to get lucky, but don't focus on them because they're not like you. You know, anybody who's not like you and you compare, it's just going to slow you down. I hope that was valuable. Um, I hope you... Find a job that you love being in every day, that it makes you better at what you want to do, that you're already experiencing some competency in it, and that you're turning it into vocations after many, many failures and feedbacks into something that you really like as a career, and then translating that and connecting a vocation to that. Have a great day. Thanks for watching. Uh, Please subscribe and tell a friend.